What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. My mind's playing tricks on me Why won't it let me be? Look inside and try to find But nothing seems to give me sweet Self-Helpless with Kelsey Cook, Delaney Fisher, and Taylor Tomlinson. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Self-Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Taylor Tomlinson. I'm Delaney Fisher. And today our topic is something that's been one of the most requested topics we've ever had. Absolutely. And it's also the Patreon winner topic. Yeah. Um, So for chances to vote on what we discuss uh, on the show, you can sign up for patreon.com slash self-helpless. Yeah, we're talking about depression today. So uh, God knows we've got a lot to say about that. (laughs) Sure do. I feel like we've we've sprinkled in depression and almost throughout like every episode. Yeah, but we haven't devoted an entire episode to it. Yeah, so we'll be getting into the meat of that later. Yes, we have a quotable. Oh, we have we have a couple quotables. Smorgasbord. Um, somebody posted in the group, but it was a Zach Galifianakis quote. Nice. Uh, And it says, destroy the idea that you have to be constantly working or grinding in order to be successful. Embrace the concept that rest, recovery, reflection are essential parts of the progress towards a successful and happy life. Zach Galifianakis. I love that. That was um, from Lisa GCU. Boom. Thank you, Lisa. Yeah. Love me some Zach Zach G quotes. I know. Where is he at? I haven't seen him. He's resting and recovering. (laughs) Exactly. But I've heard that through like friends of friends that he's very chill and likes yeah. to be out of the public eye and like lives out somewhere <laughs> i know in the middle of nowhere i'm like man that's a great level to be at yeah that's nice you know you get the best of both worlds he's so recognizable yeah you kind I mean, of have to live in the middle of nowhere right if you're that yeah. but i wonder what level. if he was like that before he had success because mm. i feel like you kind of do have to grind to a certain extent until you can get to a place where you're like all right people know who i am i'll, I'll yeah. take a nap now yeah, yeah. but <laughs> let me buy this farm yeah and a couple yeah. sheep and i'm good <laughs> i'm curious yeah. to know yeah what he was like when he was doing stand-up 
Yeah. Like if he was grinding necessarily. Yeah. I can't picture him as like a young open micer just like, <laughs> you know, being like, guys, I'm just going to stay in for me. Like, I just, need, <laughs> I just need a me night, you know? And they're like, you should probably go run some jokes, man. Like, don't you want this? I don't know. Oh my gosh. I know. When I think back on like starting out and just how much you were doing at the time, like whether you're doing like school and work or oh, work, yeah. like however many hours a week, and then trying to do shows at night, I'm just like, how oh did I God. ever? do that i don't know i yeah i mean we keep bringing up the whole like adrenaline addiction but i'm like shit there's just been so many areas of my life where like i'm like how was i still standing yeah and i was like drunk you know i was like in college i was like oh my god and i just like didn't get hung over really it's so crazy dude wow. miserable i remember i would just yeah I'd go to work for 10 plus hours change in the bathroom into my comedy clothes yeah um and then i'd go straight to shows and then i'd just go straight home try to eat and sleep and do it all over again i'm like that's not a life. No. That is not a good quality of life right there. No. But it's what I felt like I had to do to like get to this thing that I didn't even know what I wanted, but I was yeah. just doing it and going through the motions. Yeah. Um, should we kick it off with some segments? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Do you want to go? Should I go? Oh, I mean, mine's quick, so I can just do mine. Yeah, sure. I mentioned this briefly, but um, I am going to Austin this weekend That's for awesome. one of my best friend's 30th birthdays. We're doing like a triple date it's me and kane nice. uh my best friend hannah and her boyfriend and my best friend kelly and her husband and so we're gonna just like have the six of us we rented out this cool airbnb and oh. it's just gonna be about like eating really good food and drinking drinks and dancing yeah. we're oh. gonna like do an escape room so at fun. some point and i'm just so that's excited so cool. i'm like Ugh! i just oh, i can't so wait great. i fucking i can't wait austin is such a cool city that's yeah. like one of the only places besides where we live now that i could live really yeah. and be happy yeah yeah i haven't really been there for long enough to actually explore the city i just have had a show here or there where yeah. it's like you go you do your show and then you leave so i'm oh, i'm just so excited there's this place called like the 1886 bakery that has a chocolate cake recipe from 1886 <laughs> and i gotta have the chocolate cake the last time i was there and it's like it has haunted my dreams like it's <laughs> I think the best chocolate cake I've ever had. And that says a lot because I've had a lot of chocolate cake. <laughs> and I just can't wait. And I'm like thinking about, I'm just imagining Kathy Heller being here in the room with us and being like, that's enthusiasm. And you should have more of that. But really, like, it feels so electric. I'm like so, so excited to go be with my best friends and my man and just and like cake. do all and cake <laughs> and just do only fun things for yeah. a whole weekend. I just, I think it's going to be awesome. So oh, yeah, I'm really excited for that. That's too. my treat yourself. No work involved. Yeah. Yes, good. Purely treating myself. Not a working vacation, That's just so a vacation. Awesome. Yeah, yes. I can't wait. But like, we're hoping to get jokes out of it. <laughs> no, I mean, Taylor, don't write anything. Sorry, down. Not, sorry. That was, not that was put, my bad. You know, it's a slippery slope I with know. me. I know. I can't. I, I didn't mean that. Don't do that. Just eat the cake. Uh, I have a good shit. Um, this is coming out a few weeks uh, or a couple weeks. What day is it? Well, it's coming out next week. Today oh. is the 24th. Oh my gosh, it's the 24th. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like the 12th. Okay. So I was in uh, I was in Dallas or Addison uh, last weekend and oh my gosh we had helpsters at every show it was I amazing that. that's so, so cool and like it was just it was so nice and the club's amazing and like wow just after two weeks of of essentially just being like confined to my apartment it was yeah. so nice to like 
fall in love with performing again because i was feeling getting to the point where i was getting kind of burnt out again and i was like oh but i have stuff i want to do and then once you like can't for so long i mean i did like three shows in those two weeks and once i like got back into it and was just like you know all right we're 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 all in feet first like let's (laughs) let's write some new stuff and work on the hour and yeah i i felt like so productive oh that's and awesome. like i'd re-entered society Sweet. Uh, and it was so yeah. great to meet all of you guys so that's awesome that's awesome yeah. i have a self-care list slash to fuck because it's partially my fault so this is what <laughs> happened um so cam and i tried to adopt a two-year-old english bulldog from the socal bulldog rescue big shout out to them they are an amazing organization if you are in the la area um they're in the orange county um area so check them out um we found yeah, one we found, them. yeah. That'll, that'll seriously i'm like good you guys somebody has to adopt maureen she's the oh, greatest so oh, what happened maureen. long story short we fell in love with this bulldog we met her and then we didn't get her approved at the apartment because there's a weight limit and she's about 30 pounds over the weight limit so i was pretty devastated oh. um and i had bought everything for her like she's got oh a collar with her name engraved on it no, i bought an orthopedic no bed i got way ahead of myself because oh i'm like because i saw her and i'm like um even if there is any issue i'm gonna find a loophole like this is our dog this shit's happening yeah. so i went oh. i bought all the things like I, we've just been waiting for her and then it didn't oh. get approved so i was really sad um but it was my fault because i i knew there was some kind of restriction i just thought that i could figure something else out and a lot of people told me like do the emotional support animal thing i have pretty severe anxiety so i thought i would you know qualify for that but um after a lot of research it seems like a lot of places don't accept um the letters from like those websites you can buy them from Mm. they kind of like they usually require like uh, a letter from your psychiatrist that you've been seeing for a long time and mm. just saying that it's like part of your treatment yeah so i wasn't going to go down that road because i'd probably end up buying a letter and then having to like mm. not i couldn't get the dog anyway and then buy pay all these other fees so yeah um didn't work out so seriously you guys i'm gonna post pictures of maureen and her infer information in like our group because if anybody oh. wants a bulldog and wants to rescue a bulldog she's two years old she's like a lot leggier than most bulldogs so she can like do stairs and like do longer walks than usual anyway i just want to find her a home now because i was so ready to like give her a home and the fact that i can't bothers me so much so um yeah so that that was kind of a shitty moment but that was like big time my fault and i just got ahead of myself and cam's like i told you not to do that but um how did cam take it yeah he was bummed he was bummed but he was also like you know it wasn't a sure thing and i was like i was gonna make it a sure thing i was gonna work have you met me (laughs) i was gonna work all the loopholes um but like our property manager is so sweet like like, Mm -hmm. it was just impossible to be like an asshole to her in any way um so we're looking into another awesome organization in our area um operation adopt in burbank another fantastic rescue place so we are looking at some dogs um this weekend so hopefully you know i'll have a dog soon but i'm not gonna get attached until it's a done deal that's what i've learned yeah so yeah that's, that's tough man that's yeah. tough i didn't know about the engraved collar yeah i'm uh, that makes I, me I, so I went sad. way too far i was just like yeah i'm trying to manifest this dog let's put a name on the collar 
Did you do your usual Delaney like workaholism with of the dog? Course. Yeah. Did all my research. Oh boy. I bought literally everything. I mean, I bought special shampoo for bulldogs. Like I Delaney. did. I did everything. I was a fucking mad woman. Oh like, my god. Yeah, and that, again, that's my fault because I tend to get obsessive about something, yeah. and then it just like I go hard. <laughs> I go really oh hard. Oh my god. So if anybody wants to adopt a bulldog, um, you know. I'm posting Maureen all over the place, yeah. so just get ready for her. She's she got coming. The, she coming. She's got the craziest underbite I've ever seen, and I just fell in love with it. It is Aww. so gnarly and yeah. fantastic. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, well, we're sending yeah. good thoughts. The pictures you sent to the puppies you. were darling. Yeah, yeah they... there's rescue puppies available, which is a that, like, rarity. Never happens. Never yeah. happens. And like They're when we so first cute. started talking about adopting, Cam was like, "I really want a puppy," and I'm like, "Look." The only way I'd get a puppy is if it comes from a rescue and that's really rare. So let's not bank on that because I'm not doing a pet store and I'm not doing a breeder. No judgment to anybody who does that. But just for me personally, I'm not going to be doing that route. So yeah. that's the only thing that I cared about. Yeah. Um, so Yay. we lost Maureen. And then I looked at the uh, this other place that I we had been to a couple times. Mm-hmm. Else, or I've been by myself a couple times when we went together. Uh, and they, within the last like few days, had posted that they had puppies. Oh. And I'm like, oh, man, Cam might. <laughs> beginning his way <laughs> time. yeah so that's, that's it exciting. you know what else i just thought of too which is like such a cool uh i don't know if it's like a treat show self because it's just part of the wedding planning process but kane and i got to go do our wedding yeah. tasting oh yeah oh, that? my god i totally get now why people are like oh it's the best part of like everything it's the best part of wedding planning by far yeah because we just walked in and it's this like beautiful room and they just bring you like course after course. Oh, man. Oh, we got such big heads sitting there. We just felt like king and queen. Like, <laughs> bring me my potato surf. Like, it was so fun. And the food was so fucking good. Like, yay. God damn, you guys are in for a real treat. Yay. It's, oh it's going to be exciting. so good. So that was That's really awesome. fun. I've been kind of like dragging my feet on wedding planning just because all of a sudden it feels like, oh, shit. Now it's like, it's actual like work that has to be done. And it was fun to go do something that was actually like really really fun. So, yeah. so did you do nice. cakes or just food? no? The caterers that we're going with um, don't do dessert. Like they'll cut the cake for you, but you have to get your dessert from another oh, place I'm sure or whatever. You know plenty of places. Oh, girl. Yeah. <laughs> don't you worry crack about pie that. cake? Oh my god, <laughs> that would be so cool to have milk bar. D- oh, shit. <laughs> you're giving me ideas. Yeah. What's well, one of those things? Like, do you even want? Like, do you want a cake? Do you want a cake, whatever or do you, you want, just want dude. like dessert of some kind? I'm gonna do donuts at mine eventually I know, yeah. like do whatever you want it doesn't yeah. have to be a cake yeah, yeah we might do like a little cake for Kay and I and then like cupcakes for everybody else or just something I mean, that's, that's so like cute. quicker and easier I'm not sure but yeah yeah I anyway. love the donut idea I was talking to my sister about that yesterday I was like can we just like have a big stack of donuts Hell yeah, like is can. that people yeah. do is that oh, what you did? Yeah, Erin did that. The donut walls that are popping up, super oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, One of my cool. best friends, Charlene, did that at hers. It was awesome and delicious gourmet donuts. I have always always like even when i was young i'm like i i know that i want donuts as, at my wedding for a dessert it's yeah i've been always, always like one of my favorite desserts and like just like kind of like a tower of them somehow yeah or something. yeah you know like they and that's so like a cool cake-shaped things. donut bar or something yeah. yeah yeah you know just do whatever you like people have in and out cater them and i'm like yes. god i would have totally <laughs> done that if that wasn't like a requirement of our venue that you had to use their caterer i yeah. totally would have done in and out yeah yeah oh my gosh a such dream. a good idea yeah <laughs> oh. oh so anyway it was delicious and super fun and i'm just cool so excited to have that meal all over again on the wedding day so yeah anyway
VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Oh, we have yeah. a voicemail. Oh, yeah. yeah. So um, on the Patreon, one of the rewards is... Um, you get to call into our studio line number, leave a voicemail, and then we discuss it on the show. So if you're interested in anything like that, you can go to patreon.com slash selfhelpless to learn more information. Perfect. This is Micah. Hi. Hi, Micah. Uh, I wanted to call and get, and, and get an advice question, basically. Um, I've, ba- I've basically been going through a lot of stuff personally. And I am just kind of struggling with it, with college and uh, money, as well as being an off and on comedian. And I don't really have friend group or support group that helps me through these times and when I need them. And I was just kind of wondering how I could either find a way to make a friend group or in any other methods that you can use to get through it because it's not exactly easy when you can't go to your family or you don't have any friends if you run into a tough spot. I know that this is a very vague and general question, but I just hope y'all can help me out because I'm sure any advice is better than none. And I thank y'all for letting me call and I'm a huge fan of all of y'all. Thank you very much. Thank you, Micah. Micah. Comedy, money, and college. I mean, oh my god, we were just talking about that. Yeah, Yeah. it's so so hard to do all three of the like be dealing with all three of those things at the same time. Yeah, Yeah. let me just say something. The money thing that is tough. Like I literally this morning just paid off a portion of my debt and i'm still not all the way out and Mm -hmm. that's just probably going to be a continual thing yeah so like don't beat yourself up about that that is something that's going to be a long-term goal that you can work towards and hopefully figure out along the way with payments and stuff like that yeah the the comedy and friend thing um i remember just meeting people at open mics and like facebook groups that other comedians in my area you can even like create your own facebook group or something of that nature to like start your own kind of group like if if there's nothing out there that already exists you can be that person that makes it there's probably a bunch of people that are hoping something like that is out there already too you're not alone yeah because i don't know he didn't mention uh where the area where you're at micah so i don't know what kind of scene you're in or how how you know easy it is for you to get up all the time um but the the on again off again thing is hard because you know most times if you have a, a comedy scene that's a pretty good community that you yeah. can plug yourself into and you just 
kind of become friends with whoever you start out with and whoever Mm -hmm. you're around when you're going up at open mics like every single night but if you're dipping in and out you know like once a month or once every six weeks it can be a little bit harder to get to know people yeah um a good way to become friends with people that are doing comedy too is like just ask somebody to like go to coffee and write Mm -hmm. somebody who's also doing open mics with you like yeah Yeah, i think that's great advice i'm just kind of piggybacking on taylor's like Mm -hmm. there's so many people especially in the open mic scene that are going through what you're going through and like feeling that way and I just feel like there's always a lot of camaraderie and uh, people that are looking to talk to one another at an open mic you know people want to talk about what's going on with them so yeah just if you want to try and do the writing thing I think that's a great way to make more friends and just say hey anybody want to do like a writing group and throw out joke premises and see if there's something there and yeah i think that's a good way to do it oh man i loved my writing i liked i liked getting together with other comics to write or bounce off ideas more than i actually liked performing and really? to this day i like that part of it more than i actually like performing oh, that's wow. when i felt like i was part of like a team and you know it wasn't like so lonely i yeah. really love that that's uh, yeah that's great advice writing group and people love writing groups because you bring up a premise in the group everybody has a different perspective you got like a pretty decent bit that you can that you can build on it's like a win-win um also if there's like a different hobby or interest that you have other than comedy finding friends that way would be also great and then those friends will probably come support you at your shows and stuff like that so you can have that option too yeah volunteering Um, clubs on campus i mean yeah i don't know if you're interested in like improv as well with stand-up but like most colleges have like improv groups yeah. Uh, yeah. which i mean improv is like far more collaborative than stand-up is stand-up it's easy to just like go to an open mic and go home and like yeah. you know Good point. get sucked into your they're own usually thing. a lot nicer yeah they're usually a lot <laughs> yeah. nicer so if yeah. you're just interested in comedy i mean you might want to try improv yeah absolutely and even if it's not like a college thing a lot of these places depending on where you live there's like ucb and you know ios and all that stuff where you could just go sign up for like the 101 class and yeah get to know people that way so. yeah but you're definitely not alone in any of those feelings you can always post in our self-helpless podcast facebook group there's so yeah. many people all over the world in there maybe somebody's in your area and you guys can connect that way too yeah, so yeah. just you know you can start you can start small and build on that yeah mm. Thank thanks you, for being <clears throat> thanks for being a patron maker yeah keep us updated with all of that yeah all right all shall right. we get, get into, into the, the meat, meat here let's do it meat time let's cut in meat, meat time <laughs> so oh my depression my gosh yes oh depression. my gosh we big topic off? it's hard to know exactly where to start with it because it's just like it's such a, a big, big one. one yeah i think the reason we've we've put off doing it for so long is almost like it's it's kind of a bummer to talk about depression yeah. and even like your own personal experiences with it like at least for me like yeah there's some like i i really sort of dread like appointments with like a psychiatrist or a therapist sometimes especially when it's a new doctor and i have to like go back over everything oh um so before we get into anything we should probably say this is like you know if this is a subject that's triggering for anybody yeah um you know feel free to skip this one uh if you are feeling like depressed or suicidal or anything please you know yes Um, i actually have the national suicide prevention lifeline it's one eight zero zero two seven three eight two five five so again one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five um you can reach out to them immediately for any help and i feel like we should do you just want to say the actual like clinical definition of depression yeah yeah so uh 
a mental condition characterized by feelings of severe despondency and dejection, typically also with feelings of inadequacy and guilt, often accompanied by lack of energy and disturbance of appetite and sleep. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. so I think we've all experienced this at some point. So I want to um, clarify the difference between situational depression and clinical depression. I myself have experienced situational depression. Same. I don't think I've ever you know, had it ongoing for too long. So uh, situational depression is... Um, this is a short-term form of depression that occurs as the result of a traumatic event or change in a person's life. Adjustment disorder with depressed mood is another name for this emotional state. Triggers can include a divorce, loss of a job, the death of a, death of a close friend, a serious accident, other major life changes such as retirement. Uh, situational depression stems from a struggle to come to terms with dramatic life changes. Recovery is possible once an individual comes to terms with the new situation. So for instance, following the death of a parent, it may take a while before a person can accept that a family member is no longer alive until acceptance they may feel unable to move on with their life and symptoms can include listlessness feelings of hopelessness and sadness sleeping difficulties frequent episodes of crying unfocused anxiety and worry loss of concentration withdrawal from normal activities as well as from family and friends and suicidal thoughts um and most people with experience, who experience situational depression begin to have symptoms within 90 days of the triggering event. That is super interesting that it can happen three months after. Yeah. Remember I've told you, like, for me, stuff does not kick in mm-hmm. yeah. for several months. Yeah. I never feel it right away. Wow. I, I go right into, like, survival mode if anything yeah. happens. And it does not hit me until, like, the storm has kind of passed and things have settled. Mm. So that really hit me a lot. Like, that's how I definitely experience it personally and then clinical depression is more severe than situational depression it's also known as major depression or major depressive disorder it is severe enough to interfere with daily function um so the Diagnostic and Statistic Manual of Mental Disorders classifies clinical depression um, as a mood disorder. Disturbances in levels of certain chemicals known as neurotransmitters may be, may be to blame. However, other factors are likely to play a role. For example, genetic factors may influence an individual's response to an experience or event. Major life events can trigger negative emotions, alcohol, drug dependence, um, also linked to depression. Um, uh, it can also alter a person's thought processes, bodily dysfunctions. So... Um, diagnosing depression. So they're saying a person must show five or more symptoms from a specific list of criteria over a two-week period for most or nearly every day. Mm-hmm. Um, the symptoms should be severe enough that they substantially reduce the person's ability to perform regular duties and routines. So at least one of the symptoms must be depressed mood or loss of interest or pleasure. Other signs and symptoms include depressed mood or constantly irritable, significant, significantly reduced interest or feeling no pleasure in activities, significant weight loss or weight gain, a decrease or increase in appetite, insomnia or an increased desire to sleep, restlessness or slowed behavior, tiredness or loss of energy, feeling of worthlessness worthlessness or inappropriate guilt, trouble making decisions or concentrating, recurrent thoughts of death or suicide or a suicide attempt. Um, yeah, and some people can even experience delusions, hallucinations, and other psychotic disturbances. They do not generally yeah. occur in people with situational depression. Yeah. It's so uh, crazy because there are so many different types and like categories of depression. Yeah, I had no like, idea. Oh my gosh. Told me. Yeah, there's so many. Like when we looked it up, because I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, situational versus chronic. Like that's 
makes sense. Right. But like they have so many different names mm. just for very specific. Like this is like, you know, after, I mean, even just like postpartum and peripartum depression. Right. Like, okay, and so like, this specific, yeah, which that could it. fall under situational, but it right. there's all these like subcategories almost. Yeah. yeah. Seasonal and effective. Seasonal disorder. effective. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to give a couple statistics just because like. I don't know how everybody else feels about this, but like as somebody who's dealt with depression and anxiety, like hearing statistics helps me sometimes because it makes me feel like, oh, plenty of people right. are, you know, yeah, fucked up. Like alone. it's fine. Like <laughs> not everybody feels great all the yeah. time. I'm oh, not yeah. by myself. Um, so the World Health Organization says that it is uh, the leading cause of disability worldwide and a wow. major contributor yeah. to the overall global burden, burden of disease. So, like, if you're Jeez. depressed, it's going to affect your immune system. Like, oh. that's... Isn't that crazy? It's yeah. so crazy how it just affects everything. Um, and globally, more than 300 million people of all ages suffer from depression. So... 300 million? Yeah, and it said oh, at its worst, oh. depression can lead to suicide and uh, 800,000 people a year commit suicide globally. Is the statistic that they have, uh, which is very scary. That's one every four seconds. Oof. Isn't that nuts? Whew, this is going to be... This, this is, is a deep one. This yeah, is no, we're deep chewing. Deep we're chewing one, you guys. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Chewing I know. <laughs> we're, like, trying... We're trying... We're sorry if this is coming off, like, very, like informational and reedy i think like for something like this we have to like reference a lot of yeah articles and statistics we'll get into and our own stuff too, yeah other, oh yeah we'll get into our own stuff too but just especially like i mean i would hate to get a bunch of emails where like well you didn't mention this and it's like oh but we we meant to it's just such a big <laughs> i know it's, it's such a, a big, big topic we're, also, really like, we're just we're doing our best you guys remember we're three comedians like, <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day we're, we're just not, like you yeah yeah, yeah. We always we always encourage you guys to do your own research everybody's completely different with what works and what yes. doesn't and like we've said in the past like when we bring topics like this up they are part of a series of episodes that we're going to do around this topic so this is just our initial one yeah about depression yeah yeah so i mean as far as the the different types i mean we had mentioned a couple but the ones i found were persistent depressive disorder mm. uh which lasts for two years or longer and uh it is a term used to describe two conditions previously known as dysthymia and chronic major depression so when i uh was very depressed in high school um my my therapist at the time told me i had dysthymia mm. and it had been like yeah it was like years it was probably mm. like three years that it was like really severe like to the oh, point of like okay. suicidal thoughts and like all that shit and i was like cutting and all that crap oh, um God, but crazy. like when i got into therapy and i started doing stand-up and I, like, stopped doing certain things, mm -hmm. you know? Like, my senior year of high school, I, like, didn't take the classes I thought I was supposed to take. I took, like, creative writing because I mm. wanted to. I got into drama instead of, like doing band for years which i had been doing because my dad wanted us to all learn music and just like yeah. you know was just trying to do all the things i was supposed to do and once i kind of let go of all that and was in therapy and was doing stand-up um it helped so much i mean mm. it was crazy i remember uh you know like being in class one day my senior year and just going like oh my gosh i feel okay like i don't i'm not like 
this isn't this isn't that hard to just sit there because for years I had been like going to the bathroom and like having panic attacks and like oh. I just like keep my iPod in my pocket and like go and like listen to very specific music to like get through it and it was just like oh. and I didn't know what was happening because I hadn't been to therapy yet which is why we always advocate for therapy so much on this show because like having somebody validate your feelings and like give names to it yeah it's really helpful yeah Yeah. which is why we're reading so much to you and why we're we're trying to explain all the different types and symptoms so that maybe somebody listening who's experiencing it who may not be aware you know that what what they're going through has a specific name maybe that can give you some comfort and you can do that research and figure it out um bipolar disorder is on here seasonal affective psychotic like you were saying um which is hallucinations and delusions and paranoia uh peripartum postpartum uh this one was like premenstrual depression but it's like really intense oh uh, interesting yeah i hadn't huh. even heard like of that pms times a thousand type of a thing yeah that's the pmdd right yeah yeah yeah. pmdd that's wow yeah and they i mean it's hard because they all have pretty similar mm-hmm. you know <laughs> symptoms it's more just like the situation surrounding it or what might be causing oh, or treating yeah it. that makes sense and then this one i had never heard of it's called atypical depression uh and it says this type is different than the persistent sadness of typical depression it is considered to be a specifier that describes a pattern of depressive symptoms so if you have atypical depression a positive event can temporarily improve your mood uh and it says increased appetite sleeping more than usual feeling of heaviness in your arms and legs and oversensitive to criticism are all symptoms so again it's it's all fairly similar the symptoms i feel like yeah um but you know it's it's important to know exactly like what what you're dealing with so that you know what the best course of action is uh as far as treatment goes Kelsey, you looked up some some like natural treatment stuff which by the way we've gotten some feedback because i have been very open about um you know me trying to like get on antidepressants this year and trying a few different ones and how they didn't work for me I just want to make it very clear to everybody. I am not knocking uh, the use of antidepressants. I have plenty of friends who are on them and it works great for them. And it just wasn't the case for me, which is frustrating. Um, But if you hear me talking about how hard it was for me to get on them, that's, I think, more just me trying to be open. And maybe some people are dealing with that, too, where they're trying to get on antidepressants and it's not going well. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And if you're feeling like, oh, my gosh, what's wrong with me? Like antidepressants don't even help me because uh, I've certainly felt like that sometimes where I'm like, well, I guess I'm just broken like forever. Yeah. Uh, so if you're feeling like that, I mean, that's that's who I'm trying to comfort and talk to. If you're on an antidepressant, and it's working great for you or you're taking prozosin for nightmares and it's working for you. I know we have a few people in the Facebook group that said they were on it. Um, I think that's amazing. I yeah. want I want everything to work for everybody. I yeah. really do. I wanted yeah. that stuff to work for me, but it just didn't, unfortunately. Unfortunately, um, and at the same time, you know, it, it, hopefully we don't have anybody, um, especially in the Facebook group, who's who's putting down either side of like people who want to be on a medication of some kind, right. or anybody who is advocating for only natural right. treatments, yeah. because everybody's different. Everybody <laughs> yeah. has their own, you know, journey and whatever is best for you. That's that's how everything should be taken. This is what worked for me. And if that doesn't work for you, everybody's different. So just everybody be sensitive and, uh, you know, sort of 
gracious with each other um because yeah. i know we we tackle a lot of very sensitive topics on here Absolutely. and it can get a little incendiary at and times. we all yes. we all know people word. who have Thank tried yeah <laughs> <laughs> we all know people who have tried both um yeah. and weed works for one of them and antidepressants works for the other and they've tried both and they're fine it's like yeah this what's this is what works for me mm-hmm. yeah and it's a lot of trial and error with everything yeah. yeah so so i found a great article on everydayhealth.com um by therese borchard she actually she started an online community um for treatment resistant depression so uh this might be people who are very like open to trying antidepressants but just for whatever reason it is not working for them um she says that she's been inundated with mail from desperate people who have tried 30 to 40 different kinds of antidepressants and oh feel no gosh. relief. Holy crap. Um, and so, and she apparently is also one of these people who just felt so frustrated. So she said um, that she, below in this article, had outlined nine basic steps for people who are treatment resistant because these actions, she said, more than any medication I've tried in the last seven years have helped me emerge from the other side of depression. Um, she also, like we just said, is not anti-medication by any means. Drugs serve an important purpose, um, but with so many people not responding or only partially responding uh, that she felt compelled to list these other parts of recovery. So these are some of them. One of them is identify any underlying conditions, which I think is super important to get like oh. a full Mm -hmm. you know scope of what's going on so Therese said that um she says i would venture to say that most people with treatment resistant depression are also suffering from undiagnosed conditions my list was long crohn's disease small intestine bacteria overgrowth um hypothyroidism low stomach acid adrenal fatigue raynaud's phenomenon and connective tissue problems pituitary tumor aortic valve regurgitation and certain nutrient deficiencies yeah oh my god i mean and i would venture to guess that most of us if we went out there and really got like a thorough checkup like that we would also get a list of stuff that we're like what like yeah seriously well, it's like all the candida stuff i mean even yeah. like your gut health affects your mood yeah, and, yeah. And your depression. there's more serotonin in your gut than your brain or something right yeah something like that yeah so she says it's best to work with um, an integrative or functional doctor. Uh, many are listed on the website for the Institute of Functional Medicine. So that's kind of a cool resource if you guys want to look into that, um, where they did like full blood panel, all that type of stuff. Um, and so, yeah, that's her number one. The number two is eliminate triggers of inflammation. So we've talked about that on here. Uh, we talked about that with our nutrition episode, mm-hmm. how so many different foods are so inflammatory and that just mm-hmm. f- makes everything flare up. Um, usual suspects are sugar, gluten, dairy, caffeine, and alcohol. Um, obviously, if you had f- food allergies you're unaware of that's also making your body like constantly fighting against something and just wearing everything else out which is like the first thing doctors are going to tell you by the way if you have any sort of issue they're just gonna be like well maybe you're allergic to soup and you're like no i've been having soup forever like they wanted to be like the simplest thing right so then you just like like when i went in i had the flu and i was just like hey i have the flu i'm having like breast pain like oh this was like a couple months ago and he was like well maybe you're allergic to avocado and i was like <laughs> how dare you first off um i would rather husband? die yeah. Yeah, <laughs> don't speak about avocado like that how incredibly inappropriate and rude of you but yeah i was just avocado? like I, don't, okay. um, I was like i don't think that's it uh but that being said you know 
I did for a couple days. I was like, I'm going to cut out avocado and see if this works. And it didn't. So we're fine. Um, but yeah, it is good to know what your body's sensitive to. And if you've never done some sort of like elimination diet, um, yeah. I have. Uh, mm-hmm. But it, it is really helpful. And it does show you like, because you just don't know when you're having like sugar and caffeine every day, you have oh, no yes. idea what it's doing to you because you're like, this is just who I am. And then you stop yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh, I'm less shitty than I thought. Oh, like, I know exactly what doesn't sit well with me it's yeah. just my lack of self-control to stop eating it <laughs> i know that like i am lactose intolerant i shouldn't yeah. be having as many carbs as i do per day um yeah no i know all that shit it's just like oh, i fucking love cheese you guys <laughs> there's so really hard. there's really good nut cheese there are it's Whole been i know you guys yeah. think that no but it, it i'm is. telling you well Delaney. i you know there is cheese that is tolerable if you put other shit in it like no meat. no, no. <laughs> kite hill they are not a sponsor of ours, but Kite yeah. Hill is so fucking good. It's almond-based yeah. cheese, and it's like it's the first time in my life I'm having cream cheese again because yeah. I just thought I couldn't have it again. And Kite Hill is so good. I'll try. Yeah. I mean, I'm I, telling you, it's you won't yeah. tell the. I, I have had all the other <laughs> is that like Whole substitutes? Yeah, Whole Foods. Okay. It's expensive, but it's so good. They have a chive cream cheese. Okay, and I use that it as a good. spread and wraps. Have you you've had it? I've had it. It's good. It's have you? So did you good. try the cheese I sent you a picture of? The mozzarella. No. One. Okay. So they have different ones. They have cheddar too. We didn't like cheddar that much, but they have like mozzarella shredded cheese. I is it I, Daya? It's not Daya. Okay. It's something else that I've only seen at Whole Foods. I need to look it up. I'll post it in the Facebook group. Okay. And it's cashew milk. Oh, I can't have cashews. Oh, you can't? Oh, damn I it. I ate half a lasagna last me. night, so I should probably figure something out. You had what? Half, <laughs> half a lasagna, lasagna last night. Oh, my Self-careless. You guys, I know. That should have been my self-careless segment. I was trying to just skip over I that I can't part. help you. I have, but, to, you like, rem- I have to disconnect myself because I get too like invested in you, and then my heart gets broken, and I have to stop. I'm hurting myself. And I have I'll to put I'll yeah. put Kite Hill. Oh, I've had their yogurt. Yeah, the yogurt's really good. Pretty good. Yeah. But tons of sugar in there. I oh, think. I know. Yeah, I get the so, unsweetened. Okay, plain unsweetened. And then I put like I'll take some a granola. trip to Whole Foods. Try yeah. it out. Babe. I'll take. Try I'll take a list. Out. Really good. I'll take a list and a walk over there. <laughs> but oh. the diet. Oh my gosh, the diet macaroni and cheese. Oh, fu- that is Fuck not me bad. up, man. What? So good. So good. Oh, I had. My God. I have to add other things into it like though. what like what like turkey bacon and stuff what? Oh. yeah why to just make it taste better <laughs> what is i put almond milk in mine and it's really good like a little put some chalua Ooh, that's a good idea that's really good. put some like seasoning or something because i i love cheese so much i've been like you haven't had cheese in five years right yeah. so you probably forget a little bit your taste buds at least maybe uh, you're, probably you're, you're i mean i also had like over 25 years of cheese like right. i know i know what the fuck is up with cheese right. i had more cheese but it's than like not i cheese. had yeah. cheese yesterday so <laughs> if i eat not not cheese today i think it's like oh it's like so apparent the comparison i have to wean myself off incorporate it and then get used to the fake cheese i get that because i also haven't had cheese in years i don't know how many years it's <laughs> oh, been, but it's been years but kyle has had cheese <laughs> kyle isn't uh, yeah and he thinks that that cashew milk cheese that it's i'm pretty good is great. okay that being said kyle will eat anything so. <laughs> same with kane kane yeah. thinks the substitute ones are delicious and yeah. he eats real cheese all the time but right. he didn't like the uh the the freezer fudge right oh yeah no he but that like was that? like that wasn't 
a cheese thing that was just that it does have a very weird taste and if you're not on board then it's so good but yeah but if you have real chocolate you're like oh that's i get it (laughs) oh there you are that's completely wrong Uh, (laughs) but it's almost like too much now if you have like processed sugar if i ever have processed sugar i'm just like huh like yeah this is crazy like kyle and i were really really healthy like a few months ago we had like whatever how many like a few weeks where we're like we're not doing any sugar and we're not doing any caffeine it was when we were quitting caffeine and then we were like we're gonna go get like some dessert things and then we got them we ate like half of it we're like i don't feel right this feels uh, weird to yeah. me like, yeah because it just it lights up some shit yeah. in your brain and you're like oh who am i what, yeah. could I, what am i capable of <laughs> am i gonna hurt somebody <laughs> what am i capable of uh, I don't know my own strength <laughs> all right i'll try um, i'm trying my best that was a real long cheese tangent yeah that really was nobody could prepare for that um her third thing is go green um dark leafy greens like spinach swiss chard and kale fuel every system in your body more completely than any other f- kind of food um nutrition powerhouses packed with vitamins a c e k and folate um you know we've we've talked about this before most people know hey there's a lot of good shit going on in spinach and all that stuff oh yeah, yeah. so go green uh heal your gut another thing we've talked about a lot get that good probiotic shit in you I don't know why I'm making this yeah. so like hardcore. The sauerkrauts, probiotic shit. Just, just freaking eat, take your probiotics. Yeah, flinging <laughs> pills so, at them. Yeah. yeah. Um, do yoga. I agree. Yoga. Yeah. I never leave yoga feeling worse. I'll say that. Right. Yeah. You know. Uh, same with like meditating. I don't meditate and feel like oh that now I'm angry. It's like oh, of course you feel happy <laughs> and I'm peaceful. Angry. Yeah. Um, reduce stress. Uh, take the right supplements. There's two more. Protect your sleep and find a purpose mm, i love all yeah. these those are all great that's just great for everyday living too. yeah here's yeah. the problem i found is that when you're in a depressive state you know logically what makes you feel good right. but it's you're because you're depressed you don't feel like doing those things yeah. there's like a gap there <laughs> you're like yeah i yeah. know if i go on a walk or i know if i would do whatever i'm gonna feel better but i don't feel like doing that right you yeah. just want to like wallow in it i think that's where like the good like when brian regan was talking about the salami method that he worked that he read or worked for him it's yeah. like if you totally get it when you get in that state you don't feel like doing shit you feel like laying down yeah. maybe watching tv and binge eating i mean that's that's me but um <laughs> if you can't take a walk or if you don't have the energy maybe you can just go out for 30 seconds and get some fresh air mm-hmm. take a deep breath go back inside like all those like really small baby steps yeah you know yeah. that it's like at least you did a little something you can build on that mm-hmm. maybe and then it's like maybe a, a walk around the block yeah and come back in and then yeah. maybe it's a longer one or whatever i forget who i who this was but i feel like i read it somewhere I think it might have been in that morning routine book I was talking to you guys about. But there was a guy who was saying, like, I just aim to be at the gym for 10 minutes a day mm. because usually I'll stay longer. I just have to get there. Yeah. But telling yourself, like, I only need to stay for 10 oh, minutes that's right. so smart. is a good way. And 10 minutes is better than nothing. You know, yeah. it's like Micah said, no advi- adv- some advice is better than no advice. Like, yeah, it's so true. Like any degree of helpfulness is, is great. better than nothing at all than just sitting and wallowing in it. Yeah. But you're so right. Like. I, I read this in a I, when I'm on the road. What I like to do is just go to Barnes and Noble. Uh, shout out to the two girls who were like, "Are you Taylor Thompson at a Barnes and Noble?" While I was looking at planners, <laughs> Fuck yeah, and I was like, "This is so on brand for me." And then I was like, "What do you guys think of these planners?" Um, Help me out. They're here. very nice, uh, very nice ladies. And uh, it, I, I like always go through all the journals and stuff because they always have those like pre-done journals. That's like, "Oh, year in the life of us," or like a memory a day. Yeah. And I think I read one. It was either online or it was a Barnes and Noble. I can't remember what it was. I'm sorry. But somewhere it had said, like, 
make a list of things that are helpful to do when you have anxiety or you're feeling depressed um, so that when you're in that state, you can kind of look at it and go like, oh, because when you're in that state, you feel hopeless. You feel like I don't want to do anything. Nothing's going to help. What's the point? But if you just look at a list, it's almost uplifting in a way of like, oh, well, I have all these options that I haven't tried yet. Um, like when I'm on the road, especially if I get really like dark, I will, you know, go work out or I'll go for a walk or I'll just go in the sunlight. If oh. there is sunlight where I am. Yeah. Yeah. Sunlight is huge. What oh my gosh. Yeah. I yeah. completely agree that always it's like a transfusion, you know, you're like, whoa, you just feel so much better standing yeah. in the sun. Um, I know I brought it up before on here too, but the whole artist way activity of write 20 things that you enjoy doing and yeah. then like write a date next to him of when the last time was you did that and so many times it's been years and years um for me one of mine was that i like love playing basketball and shooting hoops and my date next to it was like insanely long ago and so the next step in the book is like okay now pick two and go do that and so um a couple days ago kane and i got a, we had a target gift card we went and bought ourselves basketballs and there's like an oh. open court a couple blocks from us and we went oh, and shot nice. hoops and it was like so fun and made me feel so good and i just think it's important to even take like just two things on that list and try and incorporate them because it's amazing that's such like an individualized thing where what's my 20 favorite things is definitely like not yours and not yours and we all have our own things that like nobody's online list as helpful as what i just read was they that's not like specific about somebody who loves to bake or whatever i think there's little activities that we need to know for ourselves what yeah. really lights us up and yeah. to go do that so, yeah. yeah we, we forget to play that. that's yeah. cool. it we, was so fun yeah we what forget to play especially like as adults like we take life so seriously and we try to get like all of our ducks in a row and all that stuff that we yeah. forget to like have fun sometimes yeah to, like remind yeah. ourselves like oh wait there are other options and things that yeah. i could be doing to like yeah. yeah um but even in the uh the medical news today where i read um the stuff that i was talking about from they say a lot of the same stuff get regular exercise eat a well-balanced diet you know keep t- regular sleeping habits talk to loved ones join a formal support group take up a hobby or leisure activity yeah. so you got both sides you know the, the medical side and the holistic side saying a lot of the same stuff yeah exactly so food and sleep are the biggest things food sleep and water i feel like are the the three big ones like if you don't have those down you you don't really have anything like when i don't sleep i mean you can't tell me anything you really can't different person different human being and then you sleep for eight hours and you're like oh that's right i (laughs) i'm I'm okay i can i can have a life and a family but when you're so tired you're just like well i'm a lone ranger and i'm I'm gonna hurt everyone i meet Uh, no one no one should be near me get away from me Susie ann i'm just gonna break your heart that's how i feel when i don't sleep oh my god like a gunslinger in Westworld, good I'm like, dude, that's so. <laughs> I'm a robot. Oh my god, <laughs> I love that. And then, oh, yeah, man. when you eat sugar, like especially if you cut out like sugar, dairy, gluten, if it bothers you, if it doesn't, you know, go for it. Yeah. Um, but if you, when you, it's a bummer to eat healthy because once <laughs> you do you can't go back like yeah. i used to really like have a huge problem like binge eating in like high school and the very beginning of college and then i kind of got over the binge eating and once i started getting like really healthy and i realized how much better i felt 
it like ruined me. Like when I was in Dallas last weekend, I was like, I'm going to get a Danish because I <laughs> earned it. That's not binging. That's binging to me now because I ate a Danish and like three hours later, I'm like, I don't feel good. Uh, and that yeah. wasn't, I mean, it was delicious, but like I shouldn't have eaten it at the beginning of the day because uh, it ruined things <laughs> like for me. Nighttime activity. Yeah, it's a nighttime Sleep activity. It off. Yeah. Just go, but then if I eat sugar before nighttime, I go to bed and I have nightmares. So oh, really? it's like, oh my gosh, yes, it's a nightmare if i don't i did get really good sleep in dallas because i took a blueberry every single night and i like oh. didn't have to get up at a certain time i also slept until like noon or 2 p.m every day and those blueberries are they five milligrams they're five milligrams okay yeah oh, cool. weed blueberries i'm weed like blueberries. you just had one blueberry yeah. that's fucked up <laughs> some weird it's not a dessert taylor yeah. i have to break it to you some strange alice in wonderland trip i have one blueberry and then i sleep for 12 hours no i mean those blueberries are like the only thing is i have to take them if they're gonna put me to sleep because like if i vape or something that'll put me to sleep pretty quickly within yeah like 20 minutes but it doesn't keep me asleep in the same way uh, whereas like if i take an edible it'll take like an hour and a half maybe to like uh, kick in sometimes but then it's in there but then it's in there and i feel like i stay asleep better because i have a lot of trouble like not waking up especially yeah if you have anxiety and depression i feel like you're far more prone to nightmares um just because it's you know just because your depressed brain is asleep doesn't mean it's not cooking up ways to mess with you um i feel so bad that you have trouble sleeping kane also is like a you guys are like poor sleepers like like wake up easily all that stuff and i I'm like I've always just slept like a log like I've slept through hotel fire alarms and shit like that really? and it's something I've taken for granted because I'm like oh wow I it breaks my heart to see Kane because like we'll wake up sometimes he's like yeah I was I was up from like four till six yeah. and then I try to go back to sleep like it's just not easy yeah, yeah. I only oh have God. nightmares when I'm severely stressed out or anxious about something yeah. it's very apparent and I'm like mm, that's why like I wake up, yeah. I'm like that was terrible. I'm like, ah, oh, it's because I have all these things that I'm constantly thinking about during the day. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Um, what's like a time where you guys have felt like you were the most depressed? And oh like, man. What, and well, Taylor kind of talked about it and like talked, what pulled her out of it. Yeah. When, Did we talk about this at one point? I feel like we've shared these stories of when we were like the most depressed. We probably have, but we we always oh, talked about lonely. lonely. Oh, that's yeah. Right. Okay. But I mean, depre- um, yeah. Yeah. For me, high school was probably super low point like when i was like 16 so right around the time i was starting stand up which is why it was tough for me when i kind of was like getting back to that place uh this last like a year ago i was really um in that place and it was scary because stand up was the thing that i felt like more than anything like kind of saved me a little bit Mm -hmm. and so to now be in a place where and i've probably said this before so excuse me for repeating myself but to be in a place where now it's my job and now it's just one of the things stressing me um with the travel more so than the actual performing and the the pressure and all the different changes that are all great um and i'm very grateful for but all that stuff was triggering it and it felt like oh my gosh like am i just gonna have to find something else Mm. you know every few years and i think Mm. if you are somebody who struggles with anxiety and depression um it's probably gonna be just like something you deal with for the rest of your life and it's it's been sort of freeing for me to realize that because i think for a while i had this feeling of like well i'll just beat it someday. yeah yeah you know totally like with anxiety don't you feel like that totally where like, someday i'll just be fine i've yeah i do the headspace meditation app and that's something they really like emphasize is like stop thinking that you can just like whack a mole this away like right. you just have to learn how to like 
manage it in a, a very functional way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just have to take a look at yourself and go, okay, you are the type of person in the same way that you would say this if you were on an antidepressant. Uh, like for me, this is how I'm talking to myself because I am not going to take antidepressants. They don't seem to work for me. Um, it's like, okay, you can't do that. But if I could, I would say you're the type of person who needs to take an antidepressant every day and you can't have any weird stigma about it. It's just what you do. You're taking care of yourself. There's yeah. no reason to feel bad about it because I struggled with all that. But now I'm like, okay, you're the type of person who just like needs to exercise every day like Mm -hmm. even if it's just like a two mile walk around your neighborhood like you're the type of person who needs to drink like close to a gallon of water every day you're the type of person who can't eat a lot of sugar or gluten or anything weird because it'll mess with you and if you want to do what you love for a living and you want to travel like you want to travel these are all the things that you have to keep in line i mean even being in dallas like i didn't need to rent a car but i did because i was like this is going to cut down on my anxiety it's going to make it easier to do my job and you know at a certain point you you have to take a look at your your life and your mental health and go okay um i don't want to spend more time and money on this but if i don't it's just going to get worse or stay the same yeah so it's not worth having the extra time and money if you're miserable yeah so i mean and again there's so many different like supplements you can take too i mean i'm learning so much but like I've been taking B12 for a long time. I started taking B12, I think, after I stopped uh, when I was trying to do, like, the vegan thing mm-hmm. and then trying not to eat as much meat, and that helped a lot with energy. Vitamin D, uh, I've been told, is, like, really helpful, which is the same as getting sun, but just taking a supplement is also an option. Um, I talked about getting the genetic testing done um, by a psychiatrist where she was saying that I had trouble, like, creating serotonin, and part of that was something with, like, of folic acid production um Hmm. again i'm not a doctor so look it up yourself but that's essentially the gist of it and she was like you should probably take a folic acid supplement i was like okay how long do i need to do that and she goes your whole life like you should do that forever Uh. i'm like cool so that's like another like 30 bucks a month i have to just (laughs) account for you know it's like okay so i'm gonna give two more people netflix um (laughs) i think of everything in terms of netflix uh Uh but if it's gonna help you i mean don't like take care of yourself take care of yourself in the same way you would take care of somebody that you love and don't want to lose absolutely yeah yeah that should be number one priority i uh i feel like you know we haven't plugged better help in a while and i feel mm-hmm. like this is a great time yeah honestly to, um to talk about better help uh if you've been listening to the podcast for a while you know what better help dot com is if yeah. you don't uh we're happy to talk about it again betterhelp.com is basically a professional and affordable counseling app so rather than going in person to a therapist you get to speak to a therapist through your phone by either text chat phone or video um you can start communicating with somebody in under 24 hours it's available worldwide you can speak to the person 24 7 365 uh and they have financial aid which is so awesome so if you're somebody who is in um, a tough time right now and maybe going through your insurance is a tough option. Maybe there aren't a lot of people in your network. Whatever the situation is, um, betterhelp.com is awesome. I know that you still love your therapist. Oh, yeah. I have an appointment right after we record here. I love my therapist. Awesome. I'll tell you. Once you're done, I'll tell you a little bit more. Oh, that's so great. the bomb. So if you you want to sign up and look into it, it's betterhelp.com slash self-helpless. And 
for Delaney, I know your big reason was like, you don't want to go into an actual office. You like to do yeah. it in your home. Well, I get really weird in person. And I know like that's probably something that I have to overcome in therapy. But what's great is I've got so comfortable with my therapist on the phone that if we needed to do like a face to face session, I'd feel comfortable. Oh, like great. I've gotten to a point where I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm past that hump of like, I don't know. I felt like I had to, like, I wanted my therapist to like me. So I wasn't yeah. completely being myself face to face on the phone. I'm a lot more revealing. I'm in the comfort of my own home. Mm. I'm not anxious about being there. I'm not anxious about having to commute there and back or like what activities I have to run to after to like, you know, everything's fine. Everything is like within my schedule. Um, I just love her. And I think it's all about finding the right personality type. Mm. I don't think I was paired with the right personality types. Mm. I'm, as you guys probably know, quite a direct person and I need a direct person talking to me. Uh -huh. And I have had a lot of like passive, more passive people, mm -hmm. which is fine for some people. Some people that fucking works. But for me, I'm like, look, what do I got to do? What are some coping mechanisms? Why do you think I do this? Like, can you help me Give out a little bit? Straight. And I love her because she's like, look, we we can figure out why you do all this stuff and we can dig deep and we we can we can like figure out what childhood event maybe this stems from but that's all great but what are you going to do about it now and how are you going to move forward 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 with it and part of me always thought that therapy was almost like kind of just solving a puzzle you know like yeah i feel like so many of my friends or family that are in therapy they love finding out like i found out why i did this isn't that so interesting yeah and i'm like oh that must be what therapy is it's like why do who the fuck am i and why am i doing this thing yeah but i love the fact she's like yeah that's all great but what now how yeah. are you going to take that and move forward knowing that you do this thing? Even if you never discover why you do it, yeah. that is okay. That's you just so got to know, wow. you got to know what you're going to, how you're going to, how you're going to move forward with it. And I'm like, holy shit. So I don't have to like fucking Rubik's cube my shit up. Like I, I can just kind of like, all right, I, I do all this shit. Maybe sometimes I know where it stems from. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. And like, that's okay. I just How love her so much. How do we request your therapist? I'm because that's info. incredible. Please do. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's possible through the app, but like, yeah. that's so awesome. I've been telling you, I think, I don't think it would be, I don't think it would be a, a conflict of any kind. We're not like relatives or anything like that. I think it would be fine. I it's a personal thing for you. If yeah. you feel comfortable. With oh that. no, I feel yeah. very comfortable. I, I feel like everybody should have her. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, she's great. And yeah, I think she's just like really, um, She's given me like what I needed out of a therapist where I felt like I haven't really gotten that in the past. Yeah. And um, yeah, she's awesome. But I feel she like gets it's hard like, to find that, honestly. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah, it is. I go into therapy going like, look, there's all the stuff I do. I know why I do it. Right. And this is why. Help me. And yeah. they just like repeat back why it's happening to me. I'm like, yeah, I know. I told you that. <laughs> like, why are you just yeah. saying it back to me? Like, just tell me how to fix it. Yeah. Right. She's so real, too, which I love. I love, like, a good uncensored person who's, like, willing to give it to me straight. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, we have, like, a lot of good laughs and stuff. Like, yeah. uncensored stuff. Like and I'm just, like, that just makes me feel like, okay, I'm talking to, like, a, another human being who's not being... Yeah. structured and you know, what I, you know what I mean yeah. yeah like yeah i don't feel like i'm talking to a robot yeah, yeah. um so yeah i i really cannot i i've honestly haven't really enjoyed therapy in, until this and i think it's all the elements that um of better help and like yeah i would 
be using it whether they were a sponsor or not honestly at this point i've gotten used to it yeah and she's a really big big advocate of like like what we've been talking about is just like something is better than nothing yeah and if you can only do like something nice for yourself for 30 seconds a day at least you're building like the habit of showing up for yourself and you just build on that and that and that and that so um since i've started working with her i have like a whole morning routine that i have stuck with more than I've ever stuck with anything as far as like when it comes to self-care and sometimes I do it for three minutes and sometimes I do it for 30 minutes it just depends on what I feel like I can fit in but I'm doing it every single day without fail I'm not skipping it that's amazing yeah that's yeah. so great. She's great. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. Betterhelp. Betterhelp.com slash self. Oh, also, um, another great episode to listen to is Jesse Sella's episode on postpartum depression. Yes. We had some technical difficulties with that episode in Spotify. So, a lot of people missed that episode. Highly recommend listening yeah. to it. She was a fantastic guest, was so open about her experience with postpartum. So, go back and check that episode out because you may have missed it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about real quick, because I'm sure there are people listening to this who are like, you know what? I'm not depressed. I don't deal with that. But I know people who do. uh, And I don't necessarily know what the best way to help them out is. I don't know if you guys have had that experience with like friends of yours that have gone through stuff and you don't know exactly how to handle it. Yeah, totally. But this is an article from mentalhealthfirstaid.org. And it says eight ways to help a friend with depression. Uh, That's a great resource. Yeah. Isn't that great? And it has, um, it like kind of explains it for you too. If you're somebody who's never experienced it and, and really doesn't understand. And it says depression is not caused by one thing. Uh, there are all all kinds of factors. Um, and it's usually the underlying emotion of depression is one of powerlessness and the inability to change a situation. So again, seasonal change, poverty, being a victim of a crime, side effects of medications, bullying, death of a loved one, having a baby, difficulty finding a job, premenstrual changes, intoxication or withdrawal from alcohol, or I'm guessing any substance uh, that's addictive, uh, or caring full-time for a person with long-term disability. Um, And then there are a few uh, communication skills to remember in order to provide the best care you can, which I think these are super helpful for anybody who has a loved one who you can't seem to get through to or you don't know how to best care for. Um, Number one, ask questions with genuine concern and listen to the answer to better understand. Uh, Do not interrupt with phrases like I see or ah or okay. It can slow down or even stop the conversation altogether. Hmm. And that was super interesting because a lot of times when you're depressed, you feel really isolated and alone and it's hard for you to open up. I've certainly had this. Um, I've had this with Kyle, who's like an angel, but has not uh, experienced any depression of any kind. And trying to explain it to him has made me like really insecure sometimes Mm -hmm. where, you know, he can be, you know, perfect about it. And I'll still be like, I just feel like you don't get it. And I, I don't, this made me feel worse and I shouldn't have brought it up. And, um, so it it just if somebody starts kind of pushing you away it's because they're just they probably feel insecure about it they feel vulnerable and it's Mm. you know again there's like this worry that people are going to uh 
hear you or, or see you and go like, we'll just snap out of it, you know, because yeah. we all have those people in our lives that, that do that. Yeah. Or um, see you as like broken or less than, you know? Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and that's on here too. It says, do not use language, like pull yourself together or cheer up or it will be oof, all right. Oof. Oh god. my God. Yikes. I have experienced that so much in my family, like <sighs> trying to talk about a hard time and have people be like, just be of good cheer. I'm like, I'm not oh, all be of good cheer. I what is this? live in fucking Whoville. Like, <laughs> I'm going through some real shit like Ebenezer Scrooge type I of holiday. Ha- oh, it makes my skin. I hate that. It's like, you have so many things to be grateful for. I'm like, yeah, I know. But like, there's a difference between, you know, stopping and feeling gratitude for good things and being like, I'm actually going through a really hard time and I'd like to just like talk about it and feel comforted. Yeah. yeah. And don't shame me for not being grateful. Now yeah. I just feel shittier exactly. that I'm not grateful. Dude, that happens oh, all man, the yeah. time. And I try yeah. and like open up to certain members of my family about hard stuff like that it's just like they it's like they don't give me permission to just feel that they're not like yeah that's really hard i'm sorry it's just like well how can we fix it right now it's like i okay nope never mind oh man another thing that my therapist has been helping me out with i actually get really anxious every time we record afterward really after we record i go home and i am super uneasy and restless because all these like thoughts start trickling in my head we reveal a lot of information on here i mean that's why people have gravitated to the show which i'm really grateful but i also get really insecure like oh my god did i sound like an asshole either to my listeners or to taylor and kelsey did i share too much did i say something about somebody that they're gonna be mad about like oh i should have said this better i sounded stupid when i said this like constant thoughts dude i do it too and so yeah like my i'm like okay i don't i don't I can't make this go away. And like my therapist is helping me with that. Just like you need to like maybe plan an activity every time you record for afterward that will help you relax. So I have to either go home and like take a walk or cook myself breakfast or whatever it might be. I'm not allowed to like just go right back into working. She's like, let's try to plan for that. Just know that. Try not to battle it or beat it because you're not going to be able to. You have to like become friends with it and and manage it and uh, try to work with it. So like you're this type of person who does this, like what you were saying, Taylor, and like kind of planning for it. Yeah. Giving yourself a moment. So that's yeah. yeah, That makes me feel better to hear that you feel that way because I every time I'm like, what is it about me? But I always like I feel like I need to decompress like immediately after we record where I almost just like need to be alone and just kind of like process like what the conversation just was and like how I feel and like just gather myself again because Mm -hmm. it's what we're doing is this isn't just like a conversation and we're like performing right now. We're recording. We're like doing this whole big thing and after we're done i always do feel that way where i'm like okay i need to just kind of like be alone with my thoughts for a second and just like re-center yeah and then yeah. be able to go forward in the day <laughs> yeah well it's hard like towing the line because i'm the type of person who needs like real life examples in order to like apply things to my own life that's just like what kind of learner i am so the more open people are about their own stuff I'm able to be like, oh, I can, I see how I can grab some of that and put it into my own situation. Yeah. And so I think there's like a fine line. I, I kind of toe the line between sharing too much and sharing enough, Oh, yeah. you know, and it's like, I don't want to hurt anybody by giving examples that I know about, yeah. but I also want to give people real life examples so they know that they can kind of get through this. And I think that's where I'm like, I kind of toe the line quite a bit. Yeah. Well, and it's so easy to offend people. I mean, as right. we've seen and how I sort of alluded to earlier is like, you don't want to make anybody feel like you're dismissing what they believe or how yeah. they feel about something or how they've found a way to cope. Yeah. Um, especially with things like anxiety and depression, which are so hard. 
but you know you also only have your experience so yeah we i think we we do a pretty good job of trying to like be careful and say like hey we're not doctors this is just our experience this is what we know yeah you know we're very open to people sharing with us and like we've definitely gotten a lot of emails i mean that bpd episode that we did with a listener like that would have never happened if someone hadn't reached out and and shared with us um so we're we're more than open to anybody's feedback uh but just know we're we really are doing our best here and and, and not trying to hurt anybody um and we're three comedians three comedians i know it's hard to remember sometimes but uh the the premise of this show (laughs) the premise of the show is comedians tackling self-help okay uh so let's just keep that in mind um other tips uh on this article clarify your understanding by restating what you heard and summarizing their facts and feelings so just saying like hmm. so so it sounds like you feel like this because sometimes that really does help just having yeah. somebody go oh man that's really hard that you feel that way and you're like it is really hard Thank i you. know it's mm-hmm. nice um listen to the tone of voice and non-verbal cues they can reveal issues that are not being verbally communicated uh be patient with the process in which the person is communicating even if they are speaking slowly repeating themselves or not speaking clearly uh do not be critical or express frustration because of what the person is revealing and do not interrupt to tell them a story about yourself or give your point of view i have certainly have that in uh in with in like talking to certain members of my family i just know like okay i just can't talk to you about this because you're just gonna tell me that i need protein uh like you're just gonna tell me to eat a scoop of peanut butter right and uh which by the way has a lot of uh sugar in it they're like here's some skippy and you're like you don't know what you're talking about um but like yeah some people just think it's it's that easy or don't get it or or um aren't you know educated on it and that's totally fine like that's not doesn't make them like bad people but um if you are on the other side of it where you're going through it and you're feeling like you're not getting the support you need um from people who are close to you um just try to remember like they're doing their best to to meet you where you're at and it's probably scary for them too to not know what to do here that's definitely a pet peeve of mine because if i open up to somebody and i'm like hey just going through this like i just want to talk about it that's literally what i want to do is like i want to talk about it because i feel like i that's what i need to cope is like just to get it all out and sometimes there's like certain people in my life where like i start i'll just get like two sentences in and they're like oh man well let me tell you how to fix it and it's like oh no i didn't call for and then literally it's like they they talk for 80 percent of the phone call and you're like okay well i don't feel any better in fact i feel a little bit worse but that's okay yeah i mean if you're trying to understand and you're like i mean i went through something similar where i felt this way is it kind of like that like just don't don't overpower the conversation if you're trying really to understand and relate it to something you get i mean feel free but just don't like make it your thing and go oh i totally get that yeah back when i was in whatever Right. I did I did such and such and then I was fine and you're like okay well yeah this yeah. is I feel very dismissed you hijacked my sadness yeah. <laughs> you hijacked my sadness and now it's apparently your sadness and now I'm the you know therapist in this conversation and, right. yeah anyway yeah. um I know that one of the big things my therapist has been saying over and over is to really like dig into meditating which mm-hmm. we've talked about a lot also on our podcast and I think that's like a, a resolution for myself this year is to really try and do like the 10 minutes every day yeah um i did buy the membership for the headspace app they are not sponsored by us or vice versa or whatever um but uh waking up is also supposed to be a really good one and i tried mm. a few uh things of that and i liked it too so nice. for listeners like 
if meditation sounds very like vague and kind of whatever, I don't know, intimidating, there are so many apps that you just press play and it's like somebody guiding you for 10 minutes and it's so nice. I do. Um, I literally on the YouTube Google meditation music. I play whatever pops up that looks interesting. I play that on my computer and then I sit in like this little chair that I have in the corner of my room and I meditate for about three to five minutes. It's part of my morning routine. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but it makes me feel better. Like you said, you're not going to feel worse, but that's something I've been able to stick with. That's part of my morning routine every single day, even if it's just for 30 seconds. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's, there's no wrong way to do it. Just sit. I hear, I hear that sitting the way that like you watch TV, like in a chair or mm-hmm. on a couch, is like the, supposed to be the best way to do it. Just yeah, like really relaxed and comfortable. Just yeah. close your eyes, hang out, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, before we wrap up, I just want to touch on this again. Uh, if you are feeling suicidal or like you might be or anything, please, you know, call the hotline or a hotline reach out to someone that you love and someone who knows you uh i mean if you have to go to a doctor like whatever you need to do just do it i read online and doing research for this episode i don't have it pulled up right now but somewhere it said um i think it was when i was looking at ways to help friends of yours but it said like suicide's usually an impulsive decision um so you know in in the article was talking about you know just like help a friend of yours if you can get them through like that window then that can, you know, give, kind of help them, like, weather the storm. Um, I've certainly been in that place to be totally candid, like, especially, like, on the road by myself or whatnot, where, you know, you just know, like, okay, if I just get through this, I'll be fine. But it is hard to be logical in those moments. So if you are dipping into that uh, periodically or you're in it right now or, you know, you have been and you feel like, oh, I'm fine now, um, keep an eye on that kind of thing and Mm. keep an eye on how you're taking care of yourself because like i've had to learn especially with all the traveling i do and like this year part of the reason i'm i structured my schedule the way i did and and cutting back on being gone so much is because if i'm alone for too long in like a hotel room in the middle of nowhere that i don't recognize um it's gonna get dicey and so you just have to it's like anything like with the exercise and food and whatever else it's good to uh, get into therapy, identify those triggers, identify situations that's going to aggravate that if you're prone to anxiety mm-hmm. and depression and stay away from them and, you know, do everything you can to uh, uh, cut toxic situations and people out of your lives. Because sometimes there are people who who trigger those feelings in you. Like I realized when I was younger, like, oh, when I fight with my dad, like things get really bad for me. Mm. And so now it's mm. like you know we just i gotta keep things real mellow and uh, and okay and keep the peace because if it if it gets to that heightened state it's going to trigger things in me that um aren't accurate feel like feelings that aren't true or um you know feelings of like worthlessness or like you're unsupported and it's going to bleed into my other relationships and so just be be as self-aware as you can be and uh again don't don't spare any like time or expense that you can when it comes to uh, taking care of yourself because it's it's just not worth trying to like muscle through it. You guys, it's just not yeah, absolutely. I love that and like, um, identifying your triggers and don't like judge you know, your triggers. Yes, yeah, that's been. I th- I continue to struggle with that where I'm like, God, why can't I just handle being on the road every week? Why yes. can't I just embrace being on a plane and being in this hotel room in the middle of wherever? Like, why does it have to make me feel so bad? And I like fought that for a long time. And I'm slowly just starting to be like, 
it's out of your control because yes. like just turns out that's not who you are and that's not something that makes you feel good so you have to figure out a way to like you know have better balance with that but yeah, yeah. at a certain point you have to let go of who you think you're supposed to be like yeah you just have to accept who you are there are certain things like if you want to be somebody who runs three times a week sure of course go run three times right. a week uh that's a habit you can build up but don't go like well i'm the type of person who's happy all the time like no you're not you may not be that okay <laughs> yeah. and it's it's great mind over matter and all that stuff but you're not doing yourself any favors by trying to force yourself into some box so that you can present yourself to the world like you have a shiny instagram filter on yeah all the time <laughs> yeah um so just one more time the national suicide prevention lifeline is one eight zero zero two seven three eight two five five and if you want to feel like immediate camaraderie please join our self-helpless podcast facebook group you'll be welcomed with open arms everybody in there is so responsive and caring (laughs) (laughs) right like they're just they're they're right there and like everybody's so supportive and you can be very honest in there and a lot of friendships i feel like have been formed through there and it's it's just a really positive place so if you just need that instant gratification to know that you're not alone boom join it post something we'll be we'll be at you yeah yeah if you yeah. Just need a place to post quotes yeah. oh my gosh we love the, the quotes. quotes keep <laughs> the quotes coming it's such a good group it's, it's just it's my new best. facebook like that's just it where is. i go on facebook and it makes you feel good which is like the anti-facebook yes yeah. pretty great i literally <laughs> do nothing else as far as browsing except for that group yeah yeah Fantastic. we love it the best all right well we love you guys so much um yeah. do you have any dates to plug i do else? um so this this comes out on monday the 28th so uh not this coming weekend but the next weekend i will be uh in bellevue washington i'm headlining the parlor in bellevue on thursday february 7th and then the following weekend i'm headlining the comedy underground in seattle uh friday the 15th through the 17th and kane will be featuring for me those shows it's a great time to come out we're gonna have a lot of fun so all my pacific northwest people come out to those shows you can go to kelseycook.com for tickets nice and then uh this weekend i am at the tempe improv in arizona the this thursday through saturday um the 31st through the second and then i will be headlining uh helium in portland the 14th through the 16th uh so come out to those those are the next few few weekends coming up we'll be so close to each other (laughs) how close is seattle and portland three hour drive really Uh oh shut up you can meet in the middle hey that's kind of cool i wonder (laughs) if like our helpsters could like some of you can like go to one of my shows and then some of you can go to one of taylor's shows (gasps) you could see like oh so many of the people (laughs) in the self-help group that's amazing yeah oh my god (laughs) and then i just oh sorry uh i just wanted to say thank you to uh uh, everybody who's watched uh, Love at First Cousin and contributed to that, that's yeah. been very sweet. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have loved receiving the messages and everything. Um, you guys, whoever's contributed, will be receiving um, a personal thank you email and video from me very soon. Awesome. I just have to make it. And <laughs> I'm not great with technology or talking at camera, so I will figure it out for you. <laughs> um, thank you so much. And then if you want to buy some dick mugs, uh, dicksbydelaney.com. Got the Dicksplosion mugs or the custom mugs available. Fuck yeah. whatever you prefer oh yeah. also a new episode of Rissa fury um came yes. out and yes. it's with josh wolf and oh my god it's <laughs> like one of my favorites so far he's so funny he was really high the whole time and i had to like play in like a ch- children's pirate costume for a part of it you looked great 
Thank you so much. Yeah. It cut off all the circulation to my brain and to my eyeball. Um, but anyway, it's it's really fun. So go check it out. The episode with Delaney and Taylor is coming out super soon. Nice. Um, so that's on All Things Comedy's YouTube channel. If you just search Wrists of Fury. And I've got Wrists of Fury t-shirts at KelseyCook.com as well. Oh, that's awesome. one of those. So. Yeah, they're really Yay. nice shirts. Thanks. Oh, another thing. I forgot to mention. Promise. Last update for me. <laughs> um, although the last couple episodes I've talked about how I'm pretty much off social media, I still love when our listeners tag me and stuff or like write personal messages i still like see that stuff and usually am able to respond so i don't want that to deter anybody from like tagging me in a quote that reminds me of them or shit like that i'm that's the only really reason i'm still on there Um, i just don't scroll or like usually see any other notifications so yeah love you guys we love you subscribe on itunes give a five-star rating and review it's awesome we appreciate it boom boom Boom. all right talk to you next week Bye. Bye. bye You guys, we love you so much. Thank you for supporting Self Helpless. You can follow us on social media, on Instagram and Facebook, at Self Helpless Podcast. And you can visit selfhelplesspodcast.com for all things Self Helpless. Learn about Patreon and how to sign up. Our merch is there. Information about our Facebook group and how to join. All the episodes you can listen to are on there. A little bit about the show. Our individual sites are linked there. And our contact information, email and p.o box if you want to send us some love letters and you can follow us individually as well i am at delaney fisher on instagram facebook and twitter and delaneyfisher.com where you can watch my docu comedy special love at first cousin for free and then dicksbydelaney.com if you want to buy some dick mugs sweet i'm at kelsey cook comedy on instagram at kelsey cook on twitter kelseycook.com for all tour dates and merch and my album savor it is still available to buy on itunes and you can watch wrists of fury my foosball web series that has an episode of taylor and delaney uh, on the all things comedy youtube channel I am at Taylor Tomlinson on Twitter and Instagram and ttomcomedy.com for my Netflix special and all live tour dates. Sweet. We love you guys. So much. Yeah. Bye. 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 -bye. (laughs)